choose your word, fiasco, circus, mess, this is your U.S. Congress at work, or maybe at war, Capitol Hill on Tuesday, more closely resembled a bad remake of Fight Club than two great legislative bodies. The House managed to pass a stopgap bill to avert a government shutdown, but it still needs approval from the Senate. That bill extends funding until the middle of January for priorities like military construction, veterans affairs, transportation, housing, and the Energy Department. The rest of the government, everything not covered in the first step, will be funded through early February. The bill doesn't include any additional aid to Ukraine or Israel. That's progress, right? Progress before a potential shutdown. But lawmakers managed to find plenty of time for what came off as nothing more than schoolyard antics. Phil, you have covered Congress for more than a decade. And I actually think it's the fact that you are no longer there that they are all misbehaving. What I mean, happened? I think that is, if, I don't want to speculate, but I do feel like that's not an unimportant element of all this. Look, Poppy, as you know well, it's often said Congress is a lot like high school. There's cliques, there's a cool crowd, there's the nerds and the wonks, there's the jocks. The place operates a lot like that awkward four-year window we all experienced in our teenage years. Not Poppy, but me, at least. Over the course of, the of three hours on Tuesday, though, that reality was laid particularly bare. Let's start here. This is Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett. They don't like each other. That's just true. In the lead-up to McCarthy's ouster last month, Burchett thought McCarthy mocked his faith. That didn't end well for McCarthy. Why do we know that? Well, of the eight Republicans who voted to oust Kevin McCarthy, one of them was Tim Burchett. Now, McCarthy's verbal disdain for all eight of these Republicans hasn't been subtle. But according to Burchett and a reporter who witnessed what actually transpired, it turned physical on Tuesday when McCarthy walked by Burchett in a hallway and elbowed him in the kidneys. It's like a freshman year hallway dust-up. Now, to be clear, McCarthy denies anything intentional. No, I did not elbow him. No, I would not elbow him. I would not hit him in a kidney. HC5, you're all down there, right? Not a very big hallway. Not a very big hallway. Let's show you the hallway. That is a hallway. It's the hallway in the basement of the Capitol building. It leads into where House Republicans hold their conference meetings. It's a place where reporters stake out lawmakers. There were, in fact, more people in this space when the alleged altercation happened, but it wasn't packed, according to people there, including Tim Burchett. There's 435 congressmen. I was one of eight that voted against him. That hallway was, uh, there's plenty of room. You can walk four, four side by side. He chose to do what he did. Good thing we're going to be joined by Tim Burchett a little bit later in the show. Yeah. But that wasn't it. There's another one. Yes, there was actually a second one, and it may have actually been even worse. So who are these individuals? This was the equivalent, basically, Poppy, of the testosterone-filled <laughs> locker room flex-off to some degree. Senator Mark you Wayne said it, Phil, of Oklahoma. That's what I've been told. I, I would not say that myself. It's Sean <laughs> O'Brien, uh, who's a labor leader. Now, the scene was a Senate hearing on unions. That's where O'Brien's past tweets became an issue, including one in which O'Brien uh, called the Oklahoma senator a clown and added, you know where to find me, any place, any time. Well... You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your right. solution? Every public. No, no, sit down. Sit down. You know, you're a United States senator. Love Bernie Sanders, the peacemaker. Now, you'll notice Mullen reaching to take off his wedding ring yeah. in that clip. It's a classic pre-fight move. It's a move you might do at a bar late at night when you're making really bad choices. Not necessarily in a Senate hearing room. That, that's a new one. But, unless it seem like we're moving on from the teenage to adult years, the reversion 
to high school was quick. And it's not it, right, Phil? He made a lot of statements, right? And his statements are fiction at best. Fiction, I read them. Can you hear What? I'll answer the question, please. I can't understand him, to be honest with you. All right. He rambles so much. I'm, I'm sorry, that's just funny. funny to some degree, but it's not exactly decorum for the world's greatest uh, deliberative body. Uh, quick note here, and I do think this is important to add. Mark Wayne Mullen uh, is not just a United States senator. He's probably the last guy you'd want to pick a fight with on Capitol Hill. He's uh, in the Oklahoma Wrestling Hall of Fame. He's also a trained mixed martial arts fighter. He actually has a 5-0 and professional MMA record. So, You wonder if Sean O'Brien knew that before. Oh, you know. I think he did. Yeah, okay, there's that. But this isn't it. There's no. more. No, there's, there's a third, because we have it's to have three to have the trend. Congress. It wouldn't be high school, Poppy, without the cutting, if very petty, in-class personal invective, right? Well, for that, I present to you House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer and Florida Democratic Congressman Jared Moskowitz. Now, Moskowitz has been going after Comer uh, about his investigation into the Biden family on the House Oversight Committee in increasingly personal ways over the course of the last couple of weeks. On Tuesday, apparently, the de facto Democratic attack dog fully triggered the chairman. You and Goldman, who is Mr. Trust Fund, continue to try Recla to... Reclaiming my time. No, I'm Re not going to give you your time back. We can stop the clock. You all continue to, you look like a smurf here, just going around and all this stuff. Now listen. Mr. Chairman, you no, have, no, I'm you, tell you no, no, something. hold on, if we're, you if we're not on time, we you, disinformation. You, you, you. First of all, I love the smurfs. But second of Richard. all, you were there for more than a decade covering yeah. Congress. Why is this happening now? There's so, three things yes, in one day. Smurf is new, the near physical altercation in a hearing, not something I've expected or have seen, but to be clear, I'm oddly passionate about Congress, about the institution. I take covering it extremely seriously, as I think you know well. But if they're going to act like clowns, I think on some level, at least in this moment, we should cover it like the circus. There is an actual explanation here. I think it's important to note this. The last two months on Capitol Hill have been an absolute mess. We've been yeah. covering it every step of the way. That means lawmakers have been in Washington a lot. Most don't have their families in town. There hasn't actually been much legislating or getting anything done. House Republicans have been engaged in a months-long nuclear intra-party war with themselves. People are annoyed. People are tired. People are irritable. As one House Republican texted me last night, everyone hates everyone right now. That wow. doesn't seem great. And that's why the new House Speaker said this about the soon-to-come holiday recess. This will allow everybody to go home for a couple of days for Thanksgiving, everybody cool off. Members have been here for, as, as uh, Leader Scalise said, for 10 weeks. Um, it, this place is a pressure cooker. And so I think everybody can go home, we can come back, reset. So let's hope. Let's, let's hope. hope. They do some yoga and get take some deep breath, zen. Take go a home, deep breath. see their families. I would note, it is not rare. This is an actual strategy that leaders take. Send their guys home because yeah. they understand people kind of hit their brink after three to five weeks. They were at 10 weeks. I'm not excusing this by any means. This is ridiculous, but people are fed up. Yeah, they need a break, yeah. clearly.